Hi, Doug. Lindsay, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's been a few weeks since yeah. we've had a chance to do this. But we're back at it. We are. We hit episode <laughs> 10 and we're like, we need a break. And, and then Easter happened. <laughs> East- oh, yeah. <laughs> we were a little busy. There was that big thing called Easter that just happened a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. So... What is your life like after Easter? Oh my gosh, my kids are hopped up on candy, <laughs> sugar. They're bouncing off the walls, more tantrums than normal. Oh, so we're just man. trying to get back into the swing of things. Sounds... I'm trying to secretly throw away Easter candy. <laughs> it's worse than Halloween. <laughs> That's real. You know what? You're right because at least Halloween candy. I don't feel like you feel as. I feel like Halloween candy. There is still some like some nutritional value. You what? have like, well, you've got stuff with like. Like Snickers bars, right? Oh, there's like, peanuts in it? There's peanuts in it. So that makes it healthy. It's like one of the food groups. Um, oh, gosh. But I feel like it's, it's it seems like every Easter candy that any kid gets only has sugar. Pure sugar. It's just pure. It, yeah. It might as well. It might as well be cocaine. <laughs> that's like, addictive, I've heard. Just give it to them and let them run amok. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. I feel like I don't know if many others are feeling the same way, but. Um, my kids were off today, so they had Easter Monday off, mm. which I'm glad they're older because yeah. because I remember the days when they were younger and they just drove us crazy. Yeah, I was really excited for Juniper to go back to preschool today. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for a few hours, but it's like just nice. good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Kylie and Mare went to Ikea to look oh, for fun. curtains and I worked a little bit in the morning and then Caleb and I went fishing and he caught more fish than me. Which That's is, exciting. It is. It is. Yes. And he was very excited to rub it in, which <laughs> is totally fine. Aww. Totally fine. So yeah, Lindsay, how, I mean, yesterday felt like such a full day. It was, it was full. It just feels like there are so many good things that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you sense yourself being formed oh, man. in the day? There was a lot. Um, I had a big part in the beginning of the service, if you weren't yeah, there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, so I really felt God forming me through writing what I was going to say. And then through the days leading up, I was really nervous. Mm. Um, and I felt God really removing some of the roadblocks that I felt were in front of me, um, including poison ivy. <laughs> um, and then more spiritually, like the fear of people around me and just what they would think and that kind of stuff. So I really felt peaceful and calm that um, on Sunday morning. And that was by God alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really appreciated you used a phrase, uh, brutally beautiful. Mm. Can you unpack that a little bit? Yeah, I think um, this was kind of probably influenced by Cindy, who loves the cross so much. Um, It's, you know, I had seen the crosses a long time as only for Good Friday Mm. and that it's that's where Jesus died. And it's really sad and awful. Um, But to to think of it on. Easter morning that it's empty like the tomb was and um, that it's now a beautiful symbol of our um, new life and freedom. And um, so I think, yes, it's brutal and it's awful way to die, but it's also um, a symbol for us of new life. Mm. Yeah. So speaking of new life, um, I loved the idea that you came with in terms of to put replace our sins uh, and burdens that we brought to the cross on Good Friday with the flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like that was one of probably the most meaningful experience mm. I think we've ever had together as a church. Yeah. yeah. Like very different than confetti cannons yeah. and joy. Yeah. yeah. Um, there just seemed to be something so sacred and holy yeah. 
about that moment. I, I feel like what sticks out to me was seeing moms and dads lift their kids up mm-hmm. high yeah. to like put flowers into these, you know, into the the holes that were there yeah. previously. But yeah, I mean, yeah, talk to it. Like I know for you, it was a really encouraging time because yeah. you got a chance as an artist who likes to create to see all this stuff kind yeah. of come together. Yeah. But how were you formed in that part? Yeah, it was. Um, so I can't take full credit for the idea. I had read it in a book, um, by Sarah Bessie. Um, and, but I think we've done it probably a little differently than she does it. Um, so, but it is neat. I really like experiential art that like kind of forces you into it instead of just observing it. Mm. Um, so to have it be an experience and have it, um, be a symbol for something Mm. was meaningful for me. Um, you know, I love looking at a beautiful piece of art, but to really experience something and, um, have it be either, you know, I kind of framed it in two ways because I know a lot of people aren't in every, we're not all in the same place. So to have it either, um, be a reminder or, um, a piece of gratitude for the new life you've received or to have it be, um, a sign of expectancy for the um, new life you anticipate that like to just have a symbol of that, I felt mm. like was really important then to physically get up and do it. Like we could show a picture on a screen, but it's not the same as moving your body and doing it. I think that's so true. I, I love the way you framed that in terms of what we're expecting, you know, something that we're hoping for or we're expecting mm. or expectancy and then celebration. Yeah. Because I, I sense that a lot of us come to spaces in our life where the cross kind of represents that. It's yeah. like this beautiful reminder of celebration, but it's also this hope. Like yeah. our lives are, and I think the the phrase you use, like we are, like you, we experience new life and we're constantly experiencing yeah. new life. It's, it's this, all at once and over and over. Right. Yeah. I, I think that that's, I feel like that's so helpful for me as I go into, you know, the week following Easter, where I think for yourself and me and Ben and some of the other people that had, you know, John Hoover and Mm -hmm. folks that had big parts to play in the gathering, like we probably feel a little depleted. Yeah. It's almost like now what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Somebody, someone put something on, I think it was Facebook or Twitter or something. They said, you know, that, that, um, we've done a good job of planning for an event, but how do we plan for the mm. Easter tide mm-hmm. season? And yeah. so I was like, that's a yeah. really good question. Yeah. But just thinking about that in terms of, I feel as if the imagery of the cross um, with the flowers is this image to say, yeah, it is sustaining and we continue to move in that way. Yeah. And yeah, we're tired because, yeah. you know, Good Friday or as you call it, Black Friday, <laughs> it, which it should. I, can we please rename yes, it? Yes, we can. <laughs> good Friday should be in November when all the sales are. That's good. <laughs> it was really Black funny. Black Friday should be when Jesus died because yeah. that's bad. It's true. All right. So <laughs> it's official. Can we call the White House? No, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, well, and we're, we're also going to get rid of daylight savings time. Mm, mm-hmm. So we both things all at once. Got tons of stuff yeah. here. <laughs>
Are you listening? The clocks in my room are all fast on purpose. Heaven forbid I miss something. The sky's red at night, he told us. Blood, sweat, tears don't usually follow a meal. Here comes my betrayer. He's one, all twelve, all thousand of you. He's reading this. He's writing this. A lamb led to slaughter and I'm silent now. What is truth and you talk it now? Plaque and robe and I wear a crown. Interesting choice not to hold me down. Thirty years ago I'm Emmanuel. Thirty coins and I'm Azazel. Put your sword away. Do you have ears? Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. I point to myself. Truth carries no arrogance. I am the light, the way, the truth, the bread, the life. Patience, warmth, the light. I am the door. And you slam in my face. And you take my name in vain when you kill for me. Choose sacrifice, not mercy. I carry the shame. I wear the pain. But I tell the rain. I tell the rain. Are you listening? Broken in a garden. Do you see? Bread gone hungry. Life water thirsty. You have eyes. The way shoulders wood to Golgotha. The truth mock clocked accused of lies. The life that life might die. Are you listening? Turn and you might understand. I don't know the man. Here, O Israel, are you listening? I told you you'd die with me. I asked you to die for me. I know this cup sucks. I know pain and anxiety. I feel dread and fear. I am Gethsemane. It's dark, mostly. I'm opening my eyes. You can see right through me. You may have descended, but I felt hell too. Sin does and is that. I love you. I love you. Do you love me more than these? Yes. Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Lord, you know I love you. Feed my lambs. Do you love me? You know, of course I do. Be like, follow me. Are you listening? Fallen in a garden. Do you see? What does winning mean? I can barely see you, only shadows. Debts paid in deep magic. The truth mocked, clocked, accused of lies. The life... That life might die. And come back and change the world to tell us die. Good Friday was uh, super well attended, not yeah. just in terms of a ton of people, but even the artwork that was present. Yeah, it was all beautiful too. Yeah, I, I was so proud of our community for being able to embrace the arts, mm -hmm. uh, the way that, that not just they did, but we have been, um, yeah. I just, I'm really grateful for you and Ben and the way you guys have continued to press the gas on that and say, mm. we need to see more creative things, mm -hmm. more creative elements. Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we connect this to stuff bigger than just let's have a talking head up front? Yeah. Um, yeah. Were there particular pieces that really moved you other than your own? Um, <laughs> um I really loved the sisters. Mm. Art piece. I didn't get to attend because life was crazy, but um, it was really beautiful to think of all of the young girls in our congregation getting together to make that. Not just young girls, but all women mm. getting together to make that. And um, someone had told me they saw it laying on the ground and 
um, they didn't know what it was. So it's kind of almost like an impressionist piece until it was up on the wall and you stood back and you could really see what it was. Um, which is really neat. You had to really study it to see Jesus in there, which was really cool. I know Kylie really enjoyed being part of that. Um, just that process of creating something. It's so neat too, how each, each mosaic piece really was so different. And so it's almost like I could almost picture which girl did which one. Yeah. Um, maybe we should place bets on that to figure (laughs) out who was right. But yeah, it was really, really powerful. And too, I, I really appreciated, um, it was interesting, uh, walking by the piece that Jr. did. Yeah. It was so, different in terms of the way that I'm used to seeing art for Mm -hmm. Good Friday or for anything around the cross or crucifixion or um, those those places. But I just really appreciated that idea of the wounded healer. Mm -hmm. And um, there were a bunch of red dots on there. And I was like, oh, that looks just like blood. And then to find out that it actually was blood, like JR pricked Mm -hmm. himself. And I'm like, "Hmm, we should probably have like a (laughs) CDC warning or something on it. Like, let's be careful. But yeah, I just, I appreciated um, just as I was walking through and watching people walk through, I noticed there were quite a few tears present as people were, Mm -hmm. were looking through and being moved by the different pieces of art. And I heard you sold yours. Uh, I, I did not sell it. Someone uh, else took it home. <laughs> someone else took it home. So you you gave it away. Yes. That's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I was grateful too for Lana. Uh, she had that the yes. piece with um, the, it, it was like a throwback piece to Christmas Eve. I love that reminder at this season. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. Just love the fact that we had a chance to see some really unique stuff and yeah. So tell, I, I feel like for a lot of us though, one of the pieces of artwork that was very for, formative for us as a community was one that began on Good Friday mm-hmm. and found its culmination yeah. on Easter Sunday. Yeah. And that was the poem mm-hmm. uh, that that Caleb wrote. Yes. And so, yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Lindsay? I, I love Caleb's poetry. Um, it just feels very layered and... Um, if, I, I don't know. I just enjoy listening to it. I haven't experienced much poetry in my life, but mm. <laughs> I do enjoy his. And I think he brings a realness and a rawness um, to each poem he writes and a vulnerability um, that are really meaningful when he shares them. Yeah, I would agree. I also appreciate how within the poetry that he wrote for Good Friday and Easter, there were these throwback statements from... Advent. Yes, and I definitely like recognize that. Which I that. thought was really, it was really cool. Really, really cool. And yeah. I mean, let's be honest, without Casey Gerhardt oh, on yeah. Sunday morning, mm-hmm. she really just, it was really cool to see the way that even Caleb's art piece took on a whole new life yeah. with another hand, right. with another voice yeah. in with it. And even the the recording from Good Friday, it was Black Friday. It was really, <laughs> You're doing it I just too. do, I do it all the time. <laughs> It was really interesting to hear the sound effects that Joel put in and yes. how that just, it brought a whole new it life really to did. it. It really did. Yeah. So I just appreciate the way that that, just that whole evening yeah. really kind of unfolded. And I think just what you said, like inviting more people into your own artwork is, I mean, inviting people into yourself is always an expanding thing. Like, it, mm. I don't know what the thought is here, but like. Just invite people in. Like, yeah. no matter what you're doing, invite people in because it, it'll expand whatever you're doing. 
That's well, I feel like that's something Jesus would have said. <laughs> For I mean, sure. because if you think about it, there's so much about us giving ourselves. Yeah. Um, and when we kind of walk, when we wall ourselves off, mm. I feel like we miss out on the beauty yes. of what could be. Right. And how others can really shape that. That's yeah. one of the things that I really appreciate about, even when I think to um, your the way you led communion and mm. led us to the table is you sent out the notes a few week a few days before and mm -hmm. said take a look at these tell me yeah. what you think what would yeah. you add what would you take I mean, away I just needed you guys to check for heresy really so. <laughs> <laughs> heresy checkers that's like homework checkers I remember uh, one of the scariest things ever was uh, one of the first courses I took on the how to write a dissertation they told us like horror stories of these people that um, used language borrowed from an author and because it was a certain percentage and they oh, didn't no. quote it, oh, they, no. it was like, I mean, you can get arrested, yeah. I think, like thrown into prison. At least a huge fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say jail. That sounds a lot jail. more You'll like, go to jail if yeah. you uh, I feel like steal. my parents used that <laughs> yeah. all the time as I was a kid, you know, like, well, if you throw a rock through that window, they're going to put you in jail. And it just, right to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, back to Good Friday. So the other piece, though, that went from Good Friday to Easter morning was the cross. Yes. So, I mean, not that was my, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kayla's poem did as well, but I think it was neat to have that present at both services. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, you know, I, I normally get, Ben and I are normally at church at eight o'clock uh, with the setup team. And again, mm -hmm. We need more folks to sign up for setup team. You know, we set up for the first time this week and it was super fun. It is fun. Isn't and it, it was quick. Yeah. It wasn't it is. like a labor. It was like yeah. just fun. <laughs> when there's a lot of people there, it makes yeah. it it is fun. It's but I I think what was really neat was John came at eight to to do the sound stuff and we were already we were already set up from the night before. And so uh, I saved all the burdens and sins in that mm. box and I thought, what do you do it? Like do you yeah. do you burn it? Do you <laughs> read it and try to, you know, <laughs> guess, like, who's guess who it is. And, and no one's so, going to be vulnerable with us ever yeah, again. <laughs> done. That did not happen. Um, but it was really interesting. Just that thought, you, you know, the, the cross destroys mm. our sin and, and, yeah. and Jesus carries our burdens. Mm -hmm. And so I was sitting there watching Lydia, John's daughter, she was doing something just intense and kind of doing her thing. And I was like, Lydia, can I give you a job? She's like, well, I guess. <laughs> Well, she's smart. I mean, that's a perfect yeah. answer. That so is a like, perfect answer. On what yeah. It is. <laughs> I was like, can you rip these things up into little pieces? She's Destruction? Like, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you mean make a mess and yeah, not get exactly. in trouble? So that'd be great. But it was so cool to see people walking. Oh, to trample on to those. To trample oh, on that. that like, there's so such, much imagery oh, that so happened good. in it was that. So I was good. Like, Man, this is so cool. Yeah. Um, but I just was really appreciative of the way in which people really engaged in that, but it was so cool to see that. And just to see the cross go from having all these white, it almost looked like nails, like yeah, white really nails did. sticking they stuck out. out perfectly. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. And then to see that replaced with the promise, you know, yeah. the new covenant. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'll tell you what though, one of my favorite things from the Black Friday service was uh, one of our <laughs> young ones farting oh. <laughs> in the midst. I, I was, was telling, so I was, M Mayor was like, I'm amazed that you were actually able to use some kid <laughs> farting for a way in a formative. So I'm just going to say. But it, the way you brought it into how human Jesus was. Yeah. I, that was so beautiful. And I, it was like really meaningful. It was meaningful. I know. I was thinking to myself, maybe wow. Like, maybe I should have farted. Yeah, like, maybe this should happen more. It's it's really interesting. But yeah, I just, I think that's just what I've really appreciated about 
this community is that it is messy. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, again, when, when honor tasted the wine yeah. and she was like, Ugh, like, I feel like that is the appropriate taste. And there's something about the bitterness of wine. Yeah. I feel it almost, it, it, it shapes and forms me. seen God at work in between? Oh, man. Um, I am, so I got real hyped up and, you know, excited about Easter. And so now I'm kind of leaning into what's next and I'm not sure what that is yet. Um, but yeah, I think, I feel like God, um, so I had gone off social media for Lent and have slowly kind of jumped back in. So it wasn't slowly, but I was like, I missed a lot of my friends. I felt like I couldn't yeah. keep up with their lives. So I've, you know, really pared down who I'm following and who's speaking into my life that doesn't really matter. Mm. <laughs> and I've gotten them out. Um, I feel like, and I'm trying to get into more healthy rhythms with that, but I really feel like God really did um, deliver on the promise of filling my time with more important things. Um, we got to take care of some family members that needed extra help. And I re- I got into exercising and then I now I can't with poison ivy. I can't even wear sneakers. So that was a bummer. But I'm looking forward to getting back into that. But like I really felt God fill the space that I usually spend scrolling with healthy rhythms. Um, so I'm looking forward to continuing that and then but then still leaning in and thinking like what's next. Um yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you say was the biggest takeaway for you being off social media? Yeah. Um it would definitely be like the, com- the whole comparison thing that like, I really, I realized like these people were speaking into my life. I was letting them speak into my life and they weren't people I knew or cared about me. Wow. Um, so I think that's a huge deal. And I think social media is important. And I was like really happy to get back on and see all my friends that I don't see every day, but it also forced me to really connect with people in real life, which I feel like is important too. Cause you get, you get like, um, blinder, not even blinders, but like you get, you think you're connecting with people just by seeing what's happening in their life, but that's not an interaction. Yeah. That's a one-sided showing of what's happening in their life, but not, you're not interacting with them. Yeah. It's like yeah. all show, no tell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it just pointed out a bunch of things that I was miss, I was misaligning, I think. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it takes a lot of courage to take a jump off of that. I would um, highly recommend it. <laughs> I can, I can imagine. I mean, I, I feel like even in the, the, the rare times that I'm on Facebook, which is actually a little bit more than normal. Um, I just find like, there's an anxiety that yeah. just comes and it's like, yeah. where is this coming from? I also really think we're not meant to know everything that's happening all over the world all the time. Really? I, I, so I used to watch the news every day before we had kids and I can look back and see how that was anxiety inducing. Hmm. And so last week when Notre Dame burned my mom, I was at my mom's house and she had the news on all day watching it. And it was just repetition of the destruction. And it was like, this is just not good. Like it's, I don't like, I I guess it's good to know what's happening around the world, but the constant inundation of it, I don't think is healthy for our brains. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're meant to know all the horrors, I, you know, no one's talking about the good stuff. So I don't think we're meant to know all the horrors that are happening all over the world. Wow. I think they're meant to affect us and we're meant to have hearts for people all over the world, but not 
you know, hearts for their salvation and stuff, but not to, our brains aren't meant to be filled with that. I don't think they can handle it. Yeah. Like you, you can't handle no. all of <laughs> no. that stuff yeah. being force fed into your mind right. all the time. Right, right. No, I would, I agree with that. I think there's something about having a day a week or, uh, you know, a certain time of the day where you are just completely unplugged where yeah, stuff's on airplane Andy mode. Andy Crouch in his book recommends mm. one hour a day, one day a week and one week a year oh, wow. of off unplugged, which I think is probably really healthy. Yeah. yeah. Well, kudos <laughs> to you for jumping into that. I just, I love the experiment and yeah. the, the, the Lent piece of, um, and I'm glad that you feel like you've been delivered from some of those things yeah. and that's yeah, super yeah. cool. How have you been seeing God in between, Doug? Oh, man. Well, um, I feel like there's been quite a few different ways, but one of the big things recently has been I've been um, getting to know a lot of the older gentlemen in our community mm. through the fly fishing store. There you and go. So, um, it was, it's been really neat to, to, to hang out at a shop for long enough. And I'll stop in usually once a week and have a cup of coffee with the owner, Bob. And then there's a couple other guys, a guy named Walt and a guy named Al mm. or sorry, Art. Um, and there is an Al who Perfect shows up too. Perfect old man name. I know. It's awesome. I'm like, man, I'm so close to fitting in with you guys. Just, but what's been really neat is just, um, I feel like I'm learning a lot about what it is to listen. Mm. And to just pay attention to how God might even be in some of these conversations mm. around fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people think that's just weird and whatever, but I've really <laughs> enjoyed uh, my time. And even to, even to, you know, Art shared with me a couple of weeks ago about he had a, um, he had a kid who was struggling, an mm. adult kid who was struggling. And so we prayed for the adult mm. kid. And I, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm learning like these guys are discipling me in the ways of yeah. fishing. Yeah. And like I'm beginning to take these steps mm. to disciple them in the ways of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I've just really enjoyed my time with them. And I was invited to fish with uh with Walt the other day. And unfortunately just the schedules didn't oh. work out. But I was so encouraged by yeah. that. He was so excited. He oh. called he 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 uh I called his home phone, which oh. It was oh, really phone. cool. Yeah. I know. It was so fun. <laughs> and we just had this really good conversation and, you know, we shared a little bit about life and he told me some of the stuff he was up to before he was retired. And mm. he calls himself a domesticated man. Now his wife is still working. And so <laughs> he takes care of the laundry and the dishes and all that. And, Love that. Um, but he's just a cool, <laughs> just a cool guy. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm really noticing the way Jesus is at work in our community um, with people that aren't, aren't yet followers of Christ yeah, and just developing this deep love for them. And um, yeah. And just enjoying the way that they (laughs) pour into me and both physically with cool things. They just give me stuff. It's like, I show up, they're like, here, take one of these. I'm like, oh, this is great. But the best is when Caleb shows up, the whole place lights up. Oh, I bet they love having a young guy in there. Caleb's here. This is (laughs) great. And so they just, they really, they're always trying to help him catch more fish than me, which is fun. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I feel like I'm just noticing God and my neighbors in that neat. way, which is Very super neat. cool. Yeah. So. so Doug, what's coming up next? Yeah. Well, I think after Easter, we're really excited because we, again, we're going to be marching towards Pentecost mm. and observing Pentecost mm-hmm. together as a community. We yeah. felt like the Lord did something really special in us last year through that. Yeah. Um, but it's particularly... Uh, even thinking through the in-between, we're really excited. We have some great interviews coming up with some folks. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're going to be talking a bit about 
um, entrepreneurs here soon yeah. and having some interviews with your fantastic husband <laughs> yes. and J.R. Briggs um, mm-hmm. talking about what it is to be apostles in the way that they think about life and work and ministry and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, what it looks like to take risks. So I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've been working to try to get uh, a couple who happen to be elders as well. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk to Tim and Cindy Culp. Um, they are my house church shepherds as well as elders of Renew. And they just have a really deep commitment to Renew. And I think we're going to try and talk with them. Well, the, the conversation really could go many ways. It could go many ways. Yes. <laughs> but we're um, hoping to talk to them about spirituality and marriage, which mm. will be really exciting. Yeah, that's going to be really good. And then I think, too, we also want to, um, there's some really great stories of folks who've seen the Lord make some huge changes in their lives yeah. in the last few months. And yeah. so we're really grateful to hear through and to think through some of those things. And yeah. It's going to be a good season. I agree. And I'm looking forward to it. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you in a few weeks. <laughs>